Hello everyone and welcome back to Allegedly Presents the Nerd Brew, the show where my co-host and I talk about a random topic and give it a power ranking. But of course, being the nerds we are, we don't come up with the random topic. Our very own patent pending Allegendizer Randomizer, Randy McRandom Face, he comes up with the topic and the way we rank it for our discussion. My name is Joe, and with me, as always, is Alex. Oh, hello! Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I gotta get, I get my sip here. It's out of a water bottle this time. Oh, that was that probably sounded gross. <laughs> <laughs> out of a, out of a cup, you get the kind of reverberation. You're like, oh, that's a cup. This one, it's like, that's just disgusting. You are correct, sir. I'm, I'm gonna leave it in, though. You know, because <laughs> fuck it. Hey, some somebody <laughs> out there enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I'm gonna edit it out. <laughs> my no, no, no. Leave it in. <laughs> and if you're that one person out there, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. I get a DM. Hey, man. Uh, Want to meet up somewhere? <laughs> what? Uh, I'm smelling our new number one patron. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll. We got some merch. <laughs> <laughs> and if you join the ten dollar a month club, you get the ASMR. <laughs> Just various noises of drinking and breathing, and every once in a while, like a throat clear. <laughs> <laughs> Us warming up to our Stallones. <laughs> 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 yeah, ten minutes of just like. Uh... <laughs> I would make money, dude. That's money. The album's just like, I don't know. Allegedly presents noises. <laughs> so I got a couple of topics for you, brought to us by Bob McRandom Face. Are you uh, you ready to hit the bat? Hit that butt. Let's let us. Is it, are we, do we spin a wheel or do we hit a button? Well, it's a button so far, uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't hit the button and Bob McRanaface spins a wheel. Right, yeah, he just, he kind of does whatever he wants. He's pretty random, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what makes him cool, you know? It adds <laughs> to the mystery of who he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, we'll say, I don't know, spin the wheel. Let's spin the wheel this week. Oh, okay. Dual wheels. Ooh. <laughs> All right, wheel is spun. That's a good spin. Ooh. I had some, uh, had some oomph on that. Ooh, little pep, little pepper. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta tell Bob McGranface to kind of tone it back a little. Nah, uh, we, we just gotta let him be him. <laughs> so. Here we go. We have three topics today. Uh, the first one is we have to pick five Leonardo DiCaprio movies and rank them by most quotable. <laughs> <laughs> the next up, we have pick five Owen Wilson movies and rank them by most perfect. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a series of how many times did Oh, Wow show up in that movie? The more oh wows, the more perfect that movie is. <laughs> it's just 
We're gonna have to start another. Like we're gonna have to give Bob McRandom face a friend. It's just gonna be the, the oh wow sizer. <laughs> the oh wow button. Like look at that topic. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> and then next up is Stephen King movies ranked by best side characters. And see that one's easy though because the first one is definitely gonna be that guy that explains the premise of Pet Cemetery in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Uh, oh, that old cemetery? <laughs> I wouldn't go near that cemetery. Indians <laughs> stop using it once the land turns sour. Yeah, yeah. Number- that ain't your boy anymore. That ain't your boy anymore. <laughs> that, uh, Just fucking... Number one. What, what was the name? Paul Exposition? <laughs> Dude, seriously. It's either that guy or uh, the bartender out of The Shining. Ooh, that's... Yeah, he's great. <laughs> So, you know what's harder than bartending? <laughs> Playing chess with the guy that played bartender is really good. Yeah. I spent 30 hours a week learning how to play chess against a bartender. He had a two-week part. I kept him around for two months. <laughs> Man's a genius. <laughs> it's a good thing that my 40 collective years of being a chess master came into effect. <laughs> I was once in locked in a <laughs> Siberian prison. This man was harder. <laughs> he locked me in a Siberian prison of my soul. Had to beat him. <laughs> Couldn't let him go. So, One would say it was almost a hedge maze. <laughs> I took my troubles and I put it on all the actors. Made them feel my pain. Forced them to go through this hedge maze. Got them lost. <laughs> so, uh, so which one out of those three? What, what are you feeling? Uh, I gotta say, I gotta admit, my Stephen King knowledge isn't that great, specifically for side characters. Um, I got, uh, I gotta go for Leo movies, I guess. So, I- I'm good with Leo movies. I will lean on you though, because there is a lot of Leo that I haven't seen. <laughs> like a lot. Uh, I have a, I have a feeling that uh, what's it's by most quotable, right? Right. See, that's like three movies. <laughs> oh, well, there's some pretty good quotes. So let, let's do that. Let's do Leo. Let's do Leo because okay. we may, I think you and I collectively, even if we haven't seen everything, you've probably seen way more, but I think collectively we could probably come up with some good ones. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to attempt the first, I'm just going to try to rattle off a top five. Okay, here we go. I got just to see up. if I can do it. Like, and I'll try to give an impression each for each movie. Okay, wait. First and what? foremost is what's eating Gilbert no, Gray. No, no. I was going to say, no. <laughs> I was going to say, no. I tried to stop you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let me set you, the you scene. Never full, you never go full Leo. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, I, 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 it's like that scene where what? I What? Maybe I was going to quote Johnny Depp in that movie. You don't know. That's true. Okay, wait. So that's true. We did not say it had to be Leonardo, right? What the fuck does Johnny Depp say in that movie that's so quotable? Like, he, he said nothing. He, you know. Oh, he uh, he's Depp. on the watchtower again. Yeah. They, quotable. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, be quiet. We don't want it to sneak in that we're sneaking in two by fours. Yeah. Oh, no. They had to take her through the side of the house. God. 
See, see, we had to leave Gilbert Grape off because the movie is absolutely excellent. It's just an excellent acting from everybody. It's just, it's a great, super fucking sad movie. It is, yeah, it is not a, like... I think that's one of the rare times that um, a person goes there yeah. <laughs> and it works. Yeah. Well, he was... It's a, that's a real fine line you gotta play. He was unknown, right? Like... Yeah, that's that's really early in his career. So the fact that he kind of jumped on just kind of flexed his acting. You know what I mean? Like to show mm. that he was able to, to hit a range, and I think that got him to you know other roles and other things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all right, so if Gilbert Grapes off, then I gotta go. <laughs> critters too. <laughs> ah, look out! There's critters. Oh no! Ooh, they're morphing. Uh, all right, critters two's on the list. Um, it made it. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, I have the... Well, uh, obviously, all right, so you got to go, obviously, Titanic. See, Titanic is good. Um, I got some... Oh, the writer just hit me up. I remember this now because I forgot. In Critters 1, I'm sure it makes its way to Critters 2, there is a scene uh, where one of the, the farmer, I think it's the farmer's wife, like legitimately blows away one of the Critters with a shotgun. And the other critter turns and says, Krakow! And it liter- the movie translates it to, oh, fuck. <laughs> so that was a running joke in my family for a really long time. Just like, we're like, ah, Krakow! You know? That's awesome. So I, I, I really hope that made its way into Critters 2, because if it did, you know, that is a very quotable part of that movie. I, I was just joking and pulling out... <laughs> <laughs> random Leo movies. Was he in Critters 2, though? That's why That's why I said it. Are you, are you sure? I ain't, I, ain't seen, uh-huh. I ain't seen it. Oh, wait. Oops. Wow. My bad. <laughs> so, hold on. I, I gotta get to... Uh, the, yeah. Oh, no, he's not in Critters 2. You noob. He's in... Cr- Is he in Critters 3? He's in Critters 3. Ah! Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Ugh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Joe, I looked to you. I trusted you to, to bring your knowledge in. Fuck. Yeah, wrong, man. Wrong critters. I knew it was wrong. one of the critters. <laughs> yeah. No, I. It says he's Josh, so I'm assuming Obviously. that's a big name role. Obviously. <laughs> Weirdest thing, he's he's still in character from Gilbert Grape. Oh no! I'm kidding. Uh, he's not. That helped him get to. That. Wait, where where is where? What's he Gilbert's? Uh, Gilbert Grape. It's Critter. Critter Three was his first one. He had a bunch of movie appear or TV appearances. Critter mm-hmm. Three was his first movie, and then two years later, he said he did What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Wow. And then, that's what a what a role and to then, fucking even shoot for. Well, two years later, after that, he did The Quick and the Dead. Oh yeah, forgot about that. I think that's Russell Crowe's first American movie. Oh, uh, dude. So. I will say this. So, making a comment on, uh, uh, there is one line that I love from *Quick and the Dead*. The movie itself is okay. I enjoyed it, but as a whole, it's just meh. Um, it's a that's a weird Sam Raimi flick. Yeah, uh, it's enjoyable. I would say if you're in for like nonsensical fun and craziness, but uh, it's when. Because Leo does act his ass off in that movie. He does really fucking good. He's um, he's just a naturally charismatic guy. 
Uh, like, and it really comes across in that movie. He, um, it's when he goes up against, I think it's Gene Hackman. It's his dad. Mm-hmm. And Gene Hackman's, like, supposed to be the fastest draw. And it's him versus his son, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that he everybody's been asking him who would win, who would win. And, you know, Leo's like, you know, I, I think I would, right? And so they go up against each other, and they shoot. And they, they basically exchange, but Gene Hackman kills him, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, the first thing he says is, whoa, that was fast. Like, I don't know. I thought that was just, it was excellent line delivery. It was, like, perfectly acted that he was equally surprised and depressed that he was about to die, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but great shit on that one. Uh, next up, oh, yeah, that's a big one, Romeo and Juliet. I mean, it is quotable. It's been a, is it, though, like... The only quotable part is like, did you bite your thumb at me? It's like, they're like at a gas station, dude. Like, this is supposed yeah, no. to be modern times. Did you bite your thumb at it's, me? Fuck. It's odd that the uh, the language <laughs> didn't didn't translate to a modern audience. Yeah. <laughs> the writer just texted me, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Ooh. Yeah. See? Um, but I mean, that's, I mean, it's just... It's Romeo and Juliet, so I mean, it's not... It's hard. It's it's hard. It's not particular to that. I mean, if you can quote that movie, you can literally quote Here, any adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. Here's the thing. That's true. Here's the thing, though. I'm going to put it on the list, because just because it's not our flavor, it's still a Romeo There is a lot of people like, that, like, Claire Danes and Leo are, like, their Romeo and Juliet. Like, that is, that is Generation X's Romeo and Juliet. Right, and, and, and it, it was kind of an interesting little experiment they did, but I don't know. I watched it in class, and I wasn't I wasn't blown away. It's um, what is? It's the same director that did Moulin Rouge. Yeah, and yeah, it makes sense. His whole style is much. <laughs> so, if you're just not into that style, like that, it's a man. <laughs> I'm gonna take this. It is a thing. I'm gonna take this, and I'm gonna crank this to an eleven. And we have Romeo and Juliet in today time. It is, yeah. He also later did it with Leo again with The Great Gatsby. That's right. Yeah, that was him too. Which is like, what if The Great Gatsby had Jay-Z music? <laughs> and you're just like, that's a fucking terrible idea. No, that's a great idea when you're on a lot of cocaine. It's, yeah. Like, those those movies are just fueled by cocaine. That has to be, right? And it's Or something. And it, look, it's like... Where how much cocaine goes for making something like Romeo and Juliet or The Great Gatsby to making, you know, Maximum Overdrive? Like, at some point there was too much coke that made Maximum Overdrive, right? <laughs> like, how do you balance it? Because Romeo and Juliet and Great Gatsby are still like decent movies, right? Well, yeah, because they're, you know, one's a very classic book and one is fucking Romeo and Juliet. So yeah, it's true. I mean, the source material is pretty nice. Whereas Stephen King's yeah. just like, let's run over people, right? <laughs> um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how much cocaine it is. It's probably as much as the Wolf of Wall Street. Ooh, that's a lot of coke. That's a ton of coke. Ooh, even like, even the guy, the real life dude, is like, there's a shitload of coke here. Like, if he says that's a lot of coke, that's a lot of coke. That's a lot of coke. <laughs> All right, so we got. <clears throat> I put Romeo and Juliet next. The, literally, the next up is 
Titanic. And I'm like, yes, I put it on there. Which, I mean, yeah, obviously. It's, it's Titanic. On top of the world. Yeah, fuck it. Or my favorite, totally not racist, we're going to America. Serious. <laughs> well, what about draw me like one of your French girls? Like, I see, Ooh. I still see that today. So. Or how about, there was room for fucking two on that door. <laughs> All right, or how about this? Hold on to me, I'm a fucking freezing. I'm falling off this boat. <laughs> Don't let me go. Yep, that line. Two seconds later. Whoops. <laughs> yep. And then she throws the amulet or the whatever the necklace, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sitting there. He's like, "Good, thanks for not letting go, because I'm fucking cold." <laughs> I'm. It is frigid. <laughs> Yep. Or how about the infamous line of uh, "dink" right after the dude hit the propeller? <laughs> the funniest thing is, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> That's one of the best sound effects in a movie of all time. Dude, it's so grotesque. Like that scene is so horrific. It is so. It literally. <laughs> there's two scenes that I think of that burned my childhood, like burned my soul mm. retina. Right? Is that the scene of Titanic? Because it's just like, it's a mix between horrific people falling off boats and hitting propellers and dying to like parents tucking their kids into the bed because they know they're just going to die. Like, how fucking mm -hmm. horrific is that? The other one is like the beginning of Saving Private Ryan, right? Oh, Just the right. gore fest that is that beginning. Horrific. So, yeah, that's why I have to make fun of it. Otherwise, my like fucking... I'm like emotionally scarred. This is a this is a true story. I got uh, berated by my third grade teacher <laughs> because in class I was like my favorite part of Titanic is when the guy hit the propeller. <laughs> oh. And my third grade teacher, Miss Taylor, was just like, "You think it's funny Wait. when people die?" <laughs> Wait, you had Miss Taylor? Yeah. I had Miss Taylor too. I know. Did you? Yeah. We were. I missed Taylor third and fourth grade. I didn't have her in fourth grade. They separated. I know. Us. She was an ass to me. She was an ass to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. She berated me for liking Titanic. <laughs> I don't remember. I was like, I like when the guy hit the propeller, because I still think that fucking scene's hilarious. Because <laughs> that sound effect is. Well, you have to laugh. It's too clear. So. And she's like, "Do you think it's funny when people die?" And I said. I thought it was funny when that guy died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! What the fuck kind of answer like, was this teacher thinking you were going to get? Like, also, I'm like, that dude's not real. It's a movie. Yeah, that, like, the actor that's doing it, it's, it's probably CGI. The person never existed yeah, like, that hit the propeller. Right? I'm like, or it's a stunt guy and he's fine. Yeah, like he probably had a blast. The real you know? guy in that, like... That's not the real dude. Yeah. Wait till she gets a load of people laughing at, like, Friday the 13th and shit. Right. I, I want to know what her comments over the movie Pearl Harbor are. Yeah. Because <laughs> despite the fact it's supposed to be a tragedy, Michael Bay is clearly having the time of his life making that oh, bombing scene. He loved it, dude. And it's... That's a weird tone. It is. Because... Just like the guy hitting the propeller, it breaks the wall. Yeah, it does. You're like, it's this really tragic thing until then. Yep. So, like, 
That tone shift is fucking wild to me. And it makes me laugh every time. You can't. Same thing with like the Pearl Harbor scene. Like the second Cuba Gooding Jr.'s just like fucking on the fucking railing, like ah <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and like which is not how I'm supposed to be reacting to this scene. Yeah, see, and that's the problem, is because people are weird. We're all fucking weird animals, and some shit just seems funny, and we have to fucking, it just seems, okay, perfect example. Like, the end, or the the middle of, like, the arguably one of the funniest scenes in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, is when they roll mm. the dead chick up in the fucking <laughs> yeah. the carpet, and they throw her off. Now, here, they, they could have just shot it. It hits the dumpster. It, dude, okay, they could have just shot it as, like, it hits the ground. Right? And then they go down to get mm -hmm. it. No. They knew. Fucking, they knew that if it hits the dumpster and bounces off, it's so shocking, it's funny. So, right. that's a, the exact same thing as the dude hitting the propeller. Okay, so Titanic's number one, then, for the dink. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, that movie's, like, it's very quotable. And, like, I guarantee you go to any Titanic, like, anyone who's seen that movie and you just tell them dink. They'll understand what the fuck that means. Yeah, and the concept of, t yeah, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, that seems nuts. Or they'll mm -hmm. be like a laugh my ass off. So, I, right. yeah, that deserves a spot in the list for sure. Probably number one for sure. Probably. <sighs> okay, so wait, wait, wait. So we got Titanic. The next up is Ban the Iron Mask, which I never saw. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, great movie. Is it, it, well, is it quotable? it's not. Is it quotable, though? Uh, let me see if I can pull one from it. Ah, it's the guy in the Iron Mask. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm doubting that was in the movie for some no, reason. No, hold on, hold on. John Malkovich <laughs> okay. is in it. Okay. And I believe he says, Ah, oh, look out! It's the guy in the Iron Mask. Uh, if that is a real <laughs> fucking lie, I'm going to lose Funny as shit. That is not. That is not. I... Are you sure though? But, what if it is? What if there's a lie? It's probably like, well, for people that if you don't know, John Malkovich, uh, Gabriel Byrne, and someone else I can't think off the top of my head, play the Three Musketeers. That's the plot, mm -hmm. and they are there to kill the king. And it turns out the king has a twin brother, Leonardo DiCaprio, but he's shunned by him, so he puts him into an iron mask. <laughs> so. Does Leo talk, or is it just like... No, he talks. Oh, okay. They then... Then the plot comes in, they're going to kill the king and replace him with the, the, the man in the iron mask. Because so, they're identical twins. So he takes the mask off, and he's like, mm -hmm. whoa, this guy's hot. Even though he's... You look just like that super hot king. Yeah. Oh, so it's two Leos. Oh, that's right, because they're There's twins. Two, it's double the Leo. Wow. Oh, wow, there's two of them. Oh, wow. Why do I have to wear um, a mask? So I think at one point, Leo just giving, like, of course they have to meet at some point. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, you, you're the guy in the iron mask. <laughs> Classic John Malcolm. <laughs> God. I don't know why they sound like a bad Norm MacDonald, but <laughs> it was a weird movie. Whoa. This is a guy in the iron mask. <laughs> Look, oh my god, I can't believe it is a guy 
in an iron mask. That's the title of the movie. <laughs> okay, so look, look at this though. Look at this. So we got Man So I would I would say not very quotable. Yeah. No. I mean, but here's the thing though. He's in some big shit, right? Gangs of New York, right? Like mm. See, this is the problem. I'm looking over Leo's um, his list here, and not. I guess I'm just having a hard time. I've seen these movies, but nothing. Even the movies I really enjoyed, like Catch Me If You Can, right? Like the premise, mm. the idea, the acting, the scenes in mm -hmm. the movie are great. But is there a line that sticks out, right? Yeah. Is there something that sticks out? Gangs in New York's the same way. The Departed, right? Like, is there a line that sticks out? Oh, fuck. You've got to be like, you can, you motherfucker, you're going to fucking pay when they find out what the fuck you did. That was intense. Was that, uh, was that Mark Wahlberg? It's any one of them doing a Boston <laughs> accent. <laughs> That's a collective No, but Mark, Mark Wahlberg has the best shit. Oh, you think you're a fucking tough guy? <laughs> I see you with your double fucking accent. You're going down to fucking Southie and you put on your fucking accent. You're nothing. You're a fucking Fruit Loop. You are. Oh, okay, okay, wait. I can totally see him. His mouth is always like half open. He's squinting mm -hmm. like he's scowling at you while he's saying that. Yeah. He's always little nodding, right? Like he's like, you fucking nothing. Huh? Yeah. Look at you. You fucking toony. You're fucking nothing. You grew up on the fucking west side with your rich fucking mother, but then you came down the fucking slum on your weekends with your piece of shit father, didn't you? I fucking see you. He's like, dude. Is that something he says? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, well. Fuck, I see you, you toony motherfucker. The part of this on here. Okay. Fucking. God. You know what feds are? Feds are like mushrooms. You keep them in the dark and feed them shit. No. We got one coming up. Uh, oh, boy. It's fucking totally quotable, but all the line delivery from fucking Leo is like. Oh, is it Django? Yeah. That. that yeah. Unfor yeah. Unfortunately, that movie's. I. Very quotable. I have to put it on there because honestly, um, well, I gotta say you can take Leo, um, his quotes out of it because you can. Say, I mean, I like the way you die, boy. Yeah, I mean there are a, like there are a lot of quotable scenes uh, mm -hmm. in that movie, but it, every like because Leo's performance was just so fucking oh, good, like off the fucking hand. You were just man. looking at him and you knew. You knew Leonardo mm -hmm. DiCaprio doesn't believe this way, but you still might punch him. Like, right? You're just like, how can you not believe this and and act this good? You know what I mean? Yeah. God, he was such a piece of shit. He was so such a great villain in that movie. God. He's the best part of that movie, like by far. I mean, when you have a solid villain, it's hard to like. If the solo, if the villain is great in the movie, it's hard to get away from mm -hmm. the villain sometimes not stealing your show. Right, like, oh, I gotta say, my favorite is say goodbye to Miss Candy. Goodbye, Miss Candy. Bam! <laughs> and she just flies through the fucking door, dude. The fuck, oh, that fucking movie. And Tarantino like blowing himself up, like right, what? doing a great Australian. I think our Australian accents are better. Are are they? Did he say good day, mate? Yeah. And then it blew up. Well, yeah. Well, he certainly tried to say good day, but I don't think it came off that way. <laughs> I forget how good you're at. I think you, I think you talk us up collectively, but my Australian it needs work. I do, I can do the plugger. That's about, that's about all I got. You know, like, and then you come in, you you're like eloquent, full sentences. 
you know, that's, <laughs> it makes me collectively we're okay because you carry the show. <laughs> I put I did put Django on the list though because yeah, it it's a tough to get by, but like fuck. Yeah, if you can quote that movie without dropping n bombs, like well, it's pretty quotable. Jamie Fox, right? He has a lot of mm-hmm. quotable stuff in it. And then uh, you trying to tell me I can get paid for killing white people? <laughs> what? What's? I always forget this actor's name too. He's the German guy. His counterpart, Christoph Waltz. There we go. Yeah, the 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 scene when he's kind of like going over his story of when they're like camping in the, in the mm-hmm. you know, it's just the whole fucking scene. So great. But I'm putting it on just just in case. Just even if we yeah. decide to go away, because he has other things too. He's got Blood Diamond, which I don't remember any fucking part of that movie. What about Body of Lies? Oh, fuck yeah, Russell Crowe. Uh, that's a great... It's an underrated really Scott film, I says. Yeah, I've never I've never seen that one either. It's it's amazing. Um, check it out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Shutter Island? Uh, it's not It's not very quotable, yeah, see, but Shutter... Russell Crowe does a great job. Well, same with Shutter Island. Shutter Island's a good movie, too, but like, what am I going to fucking quote out of it? Like, ah, the lights are... Do- the, the, the lights are bright, Doc. Now here, take your migraine medication. You're a you're a cop what? now. Like, ah, look over there. It's a, a shuddering island. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a boat. Up oh, now, I'm gonna go get lobotomized. Done. Shutter Island. Yeah, like yeah, the only one is like the is the ending quote. Like, would you wanna live to see if you're the villain? No, that's fuck. That's I think that's, I think I just misquoted the Dark Knight. That's night. Batman. Yeah, <laughs> that that line, dude. See that one. Fucking. See, there's movies out there because, I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen it like 50 times, but yeah. You live, you either die a hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Right. Yeah. That'd be so funny if that was quoted in Shutter Island, like, while he's on the boat. <laughs> there, there, yeah, there's there's a line kind of like it, but I think the fact I can't think of it. Yeah, like the doctor's yes. just like, he was the cop we needed, but not the one we deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, he perfected his Boston accent so fucking well that they're like, let's just do it again. <laughs> yeah, seriously. See, but look, so after Django, we got Great Gatsby. I'll just go over the list here because he, he, I mean, it mm-hmm. gets bigger names as he goes, right? So you have Inception, right? So actually, Inception was before Django. Uh, right. Inception was, was good, but like, again. Don't be afraid to dream a little bit bigger, darling. Yeah, but see, is that... Is that quote? Like, well, I fucking quoted it. But. <sighs> I know, but like, <laughs> it's hard, right? Like the, the quotability of some of these movies. Uh, but you did quote it, so I'll, I'll put it on the list. Inception was one of his big I ones. Mean, no, you, like just because I can quote it doesn't mean it's a quotable. Like most people don't remember that movie <laughs> or that from that movie. And then, okay, so look, you got Inception, you have The Great Gatsby, Wolf of Wall Street, The Revenant, which I've never seen. I the pelts <laughs> gotta get the pelts. All right, it's going on the list. Revenant. <laughs> That's that, again Tom Hardy. <laughs> okay, and then something that has to be on the list is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, that yeah. whole fucking movie is so fucking quotable. <laughs> uh, some fucking hippies came over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, he just hits one in the face with like a fucking brick or whatever that was. Like. Yeah. He, like, throws it. <laughs> or oh, it was the can. It was the can of dog food, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was the best piece of acting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he's crying, right? 
Oh, he's, that scene in the trailer he's, where he's just like, get your shit together. Get together. <laughs> Dude, he fucking has been. Dude, what about, uh, I think it was, my hands are registered as lethal weapons. That's that fucking, that's, right, if I punch you and I, you, you die, I go to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's called manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fucking, um, wasn't there a scene where he's in the dressing room, right? And they're like going over like when he's looking. He's like, "You want me to look like a hippie?" Because I wasn't it the mustache. Because <laughs> yeah. he hates fucking hippies. Yeah. Ah, dude. He's just making margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking pitch. The just drinking straight from the pitcher. Dude. Fucking a. No, yeah, but that scene with the little girl. Again, oh, acting, and he's just like, yeah. Well, that's right after he that was moved. in the trailer yelling at himself. Oh my god, it's so good. So, all right, I'm putting that on the list for sure because there's a lot of really small quotable moments in that. Right. <laughs> I heard you auditioned for that. Yeah, audition for that. Did you get it? I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. Uh, I mean, Tarantino again. I mean, you gotta put Tarantino movies on the list. Okay. I mean, say what you want about him. The guy knows how to write fucking memorable dialogue. So, and then we have Don't Look Up, which I haven't seen yet. Don't worry, no one's seen it. <laughs> okay, so we, we went through these here. Just to capture, uh, just to capture some of the, uh, make sure we haven't missed anything, I'm gonna look up top Leonardo DiCaprio quotes. Okay. And see if this lines up. Because right now the list is Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, The Departed, Django Unchained, Inception, Revenant, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. So, I, I I don't know. I think the list is pretty good. I say we fucking break it down and rank this shit. I, um, sure. I think the first one has to be Titanic. Titanic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to be, just because... <laughs> I think I was like, we know which ones they are. Yeah. Like, number one is Titanic. Um... But now we have the the rest of them, which you have to figure out. You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to come up with number one, but number two, what would that be? Maybe, maybe The Departed? I think The Departed, just because it goes along with the accent. Yeah. And so, like, everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. You got your Bastin accent. Oh, fucking Alec, Bald Alec Baldwin in that movie. Fucking, how many, how many cameras did we get in there? We got 12. Fuck, I love the Patriot Act! <laughs> God, dude. So good. You. You. Over there. Come here. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Uh, I, I would say the next uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it, that, again, like just a ton of fun with that one. Yeah, I mean, there's just... You, you can't really get around not having fun quoting that movie and it's just it is right. like that's part of the quotability right usually you quote something mm -hmm. when you're having fun and a good time you know yeah or at least you quote it ironically um then what's next what do you think so okay so the things that are off the list right now on on romeo and juliet django unchained inception revenant and shutter island we need two more like i think shutter island just be like is off the list just because it's almost the Dark Knight quote. <laughs> like, it's a good quote, but... Yeah, and it's just one quote. That's the problem. So, like, Django Unchained has yeah. multiple times when you can't quote it. 
Um, mm -hmm. So I think Django Unchained has to be on the list. Okay, so I'll put it in as number four. So now we just got to mm -hmm. come up with number five. And I, I think, really, out of all of them, like, what's the quotability? It's got to be Inception. Like, we know what the real motherfucker of it is? It's fucking Gilbert Grape, and we all know yeah, it's goddamn Gilbert we, Grape. We know, but we, we all know why it can't yeah, be. Yeah, hands are tied. Our hands <laughs> are tied. That's the that's the real dirty of it. Yeah, because it's it, see. Here's the thing, though, is the only reason why we quote that movie is that we were all shitty teenagers back in the day. Yeah, like <laughs> we were all pieces of shit. So, like, yes, we we know those quotes because we were pieces, and because Family Guy did a bit on it. Remember with the the squirrels? Uh, yeah, that was American Dad. Yeah. Oh, was that American Dad? Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole B-plot with squirrels. Yeah, and it's all what's eating Gilbert Grape with squirrels, and fucking, that's another reason why we all know it. God damn it. Right. We're all, like, shitty people. Well, not to mention, like, TNT played it constantly, I remember growing up. Yeah. So, alright. Well, here here is the list, then, as it stands right now. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. So we got Romeo, or I'm sorry, we got number one is Titanic, two is The Departed, three is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, four is Django Unchained, and five is Inception. That's a good list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah. This podcast is registered as a lethal weapon. <laughs> Oh, look out! It's, or else we'll put you in the iron mask. Uh, we have to go deeper into the dream. <laughs> I forgot Borat was in that movie. Oh, dude. Such a Baron Cohen. Kind of work, actually. <laughs> like, he's one of the agents, he would. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking Inception. Uh, it's a dream inside a dream in a bottle. <laughs> It's, it's a nice what? nice dream. So nice. <laughs> it's just Rudy Giuliani in a bed. Oh, You're like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, no. He's like, I swear I'm trying to get my mic out. <laughs> it's really deep in there. I, I, call, I call my penis Mike. <laughs> it's the magic Mike. It's the magic of Mike's. <laughs> Double XL. <laughs> oh, shit. With that, we should probably close this one out. <laughs> we probably should. Alright. And there you have it, everybody. Another episode of the Allegedly Presents the Nerd Brew. Uh, I think we found some pretty quotable movies that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio just came in, and uh, I think we learned a couple of things. Like, you know, John Malkovich does a horrible Russian accent, and uh, Alex does a horrible Australian accent. So... Let us know what you think. If you find more quotable movies from Leonardo DiCaprio, feel free to follow us on Twitter and let us know which ones you thought were the best. And uh, send us an email with your ideas. If there's a specific definitive ranking list that you'd like us to talk about, email us at allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. And as always, well, I'll see you around, you motherfucker. <laughs>